Hello internet and welcome to the Deep Fried Neurons podcast. It is a podcast about things that I your host find extremely interesting. And today I brought you something weird. Um a, a slight change in tone in the in the podcast episode itself. But it's it's quite literally three incidents that I witnessed from where I was. Um I thought you would be interested in uh, what my perspective was uh for reasons that are unknown to me. hopefully this won't be boring and uh if anybody is has already guessed has not guessed it yet i am running out of uh, time to create content <laughs> uh college has been exhausting i'm i'm going to reserve a slot on my podcast to complain about how exhausting college is uh that's why the episodes have been coming late and uh there has been struggle to like do the stories over and over again but deliberation will return um but having that said i'm going not going to hold you for long just just cue the fucking hello my lovelies it's deep fried neurons with the 44th episode coming in 2 days later than it's supposed to but better than not uploading an episode at all that week right <laughs> um is that funny I don't know if that's funny. This is not a funny podcast. What am I doing? Anyway, um so today I just I I'm not making an informative session per se. Um well because I I haven't had the time to research for an informative session. Uh today's is more of a you know, story. I don't know if I'll put this under education or entertainment. That decide at the time. Who care, who gives a shit? Uh today I just thought of a really interesting concept of remembering information. It's um it's sort of a a a conversation i had at a bar while everyone was drinking and i was uh, you know toying around with jenga uh as to times when everyone was glued to the screen and everyone was talking about the same thing um uh, as a child old enough to go to law school in 2019 I have three different instances that I can remember off the top of my head. Of course there's more. There's a lot more and a lot of you would have uh some more as well as people from different experiences of, of times when people were completely glued to the screen and it was a big event or whatever. If you do just mention it in the comments maybe we'll talk about it uh the next time on the podcast. But uh here I'm going to talk about the ones I remember. and uh, that you'll have to bear the brunt of knowing now now number 1 the first event that i remember which was extremely like that left a print on my brain and i remember distinct visions of uh, people in hospital waiting rooms and people in uh, offices and people in railway stations anywhere you could probably put a screen in a public place or even inside a house a panthela for that matter a panthela is a shop where you get uh, beetle leaves is that a concept people are familiar with outside india if you're not get familiar with that like we eat beetle leaves and it's a it's a it's a hangout place for most people in uh, smaller towns if not in larger towns um i grew up in a small town so there's that flex So the first instance I remember of that happening was in on 27th November 2008. Those of you have a sharp memory or 
lived in Mumbai uh, around the same time would distinctly remember these days uh, by a very particular date, the 2611. Uh, for those of you who don't know what it, what I'm talking about, the 2611 it was an attack on the city of Mumbai uh, by Lashkar-e-Toyba. If I'm not, I'm not sure what the name of the group is, but. I think 10 terrorists uh, infiltrated India unseen by the Navy and um, they attacked at different points in Mumbai, namely Nariman Point, Leopold Cafe, Oberoi Trident and Taj Hotel. Taj Hotel being like the centerpiece of all the chaos that went down, like there were fire broken out. 166 people died and... Um, I think 304 got injured from multiple nationalities. Uh, people from European and American passports were the prime uh, hostages taken. But uh, there's, there's a lot more to discover there. I'll probably cover the entire story all by itself. Uh, but I remember, I, was, I think I was 10 or 11 at the time. Uh, and 27th November, I woke up. I had school at 8 o'clock in the morning. I did not check the news and um, soon as the f- uh, assembly started, uh, the something happened. I think one of the teachers, one of the male teachers came running into the, uh, into the assembly and he grabbed the attention of two of the uh, teachers that were standing on the side. I think it was my uh, PE teacher and uh, they went inside the staff room. I quite distinctly remember that. And uh, after the assembly, the teachers told us what was happening on the day. It was a Thursday, if I I remember correctly. And um, it was was right before the Diwali holidays. Diwali holidays were about to begin, because I don't remember going to school on Friday, the day the siege ended. Um, Or I think it might have been an important day, whatever it is. So it was around Diwali time, which is an auspicious festival in India with quite a good story, by the way, we'll cover that as well. Uh, And most of South Mumbai was under attack, as in it was a proper siege on the city by 10 terrorists. Uh, People got killed and people were, people in the hospitals were uh, being attempted to be killed. Leopold Cafe had 10 people dead. A beautiful place, which also bears the scars of the attack to to this day. All in good time. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, of course, Taj Hotel, where the most casualties were numbered. And Trident, where the same was uh, was observed. I remember I, after uh, the school... School was over earlier that day. I think 12 is when I left from school. Usually, it's till 3. And... Um, I come home and my dad's in the waiting room with the patients looking at the screen. And till I got home, I saw my mom do the same thing in front of the TV and the phone was constantly ringing. Um, That was the first impressionable memory I have of uh, a live news event. And that didn't go away because I left, uh, I went outside the house and I remember he... I think the holidays had just started. So I was going to go meet my friends. Uh, every friend I went to pick up and sit with 
was well was in the living room with the rest of the family in front of the tv sometimes minus her dad because the dad was outside working but everybody was looking at the tv that day and i was a little void of empathy for uh, very obvious reasons you know 11 year olds or 10 year olds or whatever we don't really understand a lot of the world um my mom was just recovering from a pretty horrible accident uh that she'd gotten in about a year or two earlier and um i think altogether my i remember the only rem- memory i have of my dad is like uh, he wanted to call uh, one of his friends and two of his friends in mumbai uh i don't want to reveal their names because uh, i know the internet could dox them he was with them in med school um a parsi gentleman who lives in the south uh and another one who also lives in mumbai i've been to his house but i'm so sorry i don't remember where he lives um he remembered both of them and well i mean three people really both of his friends and one of his friends wives because he was he was in college with her as well um and that's the only memory i have of that day on the 29th i couldn't give a, a lot of care for it uh but i remember that it was a huge deal even after that about for a month nobody could stop talking about 2611 um i'll cover the entire detailed uh, story of 2611 much later uh i think it's a story we should get in and some people should remember it's about i think uh this year will complete 11 years of the 2611 attack and the scars it it has left behind i think some places have bullet holes still uh because i didn't go to mumbai after that till 2013 uh which was to take another flight ahead uh and the same is with and i repeated the same thing 2015 16 17 18 but uh, those times i actually recreationally moved around mumbai and it's a beautiful city and uh it's a shame that what what happened everybody like in 2015 when i was there for a college fest i remember everybody saying the same fucking thing that they remember who like where they were they remember what they were doing and they remember how far they were from the where the guns were unloaded uh every cab driver that we talked to in, in south bombay every time we uh, like went went past leopold cafe they told us about like how horrible it was that day that they would just stood in shock like nobody drove cabs that day mumbai almost stopped working which is rare it came close but it didn't and that was that was quite that's quite memorable to me now fast forward to Four years later, in two thousand twelve, uh, I think it might be December six or December twenty one. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, Kasab, Kasab, the one terrorist that we arrested, like our government arrested uh, during the attack, Mr. Ajmal Kasab was hanged on twenty sixth November two thousand twelve uh, in Yerwada, Pune, 
quite discreetly with no glorification no nothing 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 because one of the criticisms that came out after 2008's attack is that the media actually gave off gave up the positions of every man that was holding the siege in mumbai like on the government's end and that was helping the terrorists in delaying controlling the attack imagine that <laughs> um so kasab was hanged on 26th november 2012 i think two weeks after that uh, college had just reopened it was a cold winter morning cold winter night when we heard about the delhi rape case two days later maybe and the third day uh, i hope it was just a coincidence because there were 21 students out of uh, 58 in my class and i was what uh 15 so 9th or 10th grade something like that um i hope it was just the beginning of the college and people hadn't showed up there were 21 people one girl and 20 boys that day and it was very close to christmas so might actually have been because the holidays were approaching that this number was less but i remember the principal distinctly announcing uh, condolences and not condolences but uh, the her horror and the silence in the air was being addressed by her when the when the jyoti singh case happened everyone knows what happened in december 2012 i don't need to spell it out it's it's the wake up call about the rape culture in this country um which is i mean still prevalent it's not it's not over but at least there was a turning point there was a moment in time when the entire country decided you know what we got to be better than this and uh, finally the ipc was forced to mention certain acts which would count as uh, a rape in this case and the same um, i didn't i didn't re- i think i read about it the morning because i was reading a newspaper by this time uh, my mom told me not to think about it but everybody when i went to school was talking about it and uh, her entire treatment was being viewed by everybody around town we used to play uh, cricket in no I, at this point i wasn't playing cricket actually um i was hanging out with people who were playing cricket or playing cricket or whatever and there was a pond tailor right next to our uh, next to the place that we used to play and i distinctly remember hearing them tell talk about how jyoti singh is being moved to singapore and how much bleeding there is and how gruesome this crime is and what not uh, there is a series called delhi crime about uh, this exact case and it is one of many cases which sparked nat- national outrage about rape but this was this was the first one this was the one that opened uh, the floodgates for allegations and talking about rape uh, unluckily for all of us in india the fight against rape or rape as a crime hasn't stopped and it's it's extremely common uh, the one good thing to come out of this is that the report of rape incidents has significantly increased which i believe is a good thing and um, i hope that the necessity for report 
goes away faster but that that's one thing that imprinted on my mind pretty heavily like as a teenager that was the one that i will never forget like i remember that morning i remember that evening and i remember that night um the night was in particular uh, the one where she was declared dead and um i think i i was watching thappar's show uh, on ndtv ndtv or history india and he said and it was quoted in the media quite quite literally in these words india has lost a daughter today and um i remember my parents b- being completely horrified nobody talked at dinner that night and the last entry i know it's such a change in pitch but i have to do this because that's how my brain functions and i thought that it would be interesting that you would think this is interesting um for information to be clubbed this is not horrible at all the last uh, one where i saw people being glued to the tv is not horrible at all this is actually a pretty good pretty uh, big fresh breath of air for you after two horrible incidents uh, of this of the 21st century in this country is that is the date of 22nd july 2019 and i remember that very clearly because it was it was about now not 22nd july 22nd june i'm i'm sorry i was traveling uh, back to where i live uh, after a visit to the family uh, and i was taking a flight it was a late night flight incidentally the world cup was on and it was india versus afghanistan if you don't know anything about cricket uh, i don't blame you neither do i but i know that people in this country everywhere like every nook and cranny in every corner of this country you will find a cricket fan there was the world cup was on and india was had not made into the finals yet and it was supposed to be a cake walk match india versus afghanistan india is a top tier uh, world cup team who's won t21s and uh, the world cup twice if i'm not wrong uh, they've had some of the most legendary players in the sport from what their fans of the sport tell me i don't know i don't know a lot of uh, i don't know a lot of foreign foreign fans like england or new zealand or australia i don't know a lot of people from there there who watch cricket uh but from what i've heard india's like from what i've seen india's not the worst team out there so there's that um the indian team was supposed to have a cake walk when it was against afghanistan afghanistan should have not stood a chance against india but india got but afghanistan made 213 runs uh, sorry india made only 224 uh, runs in what 4 hour or uh, 50 overs which is a half a day and that's not a lot considering how the indian team has been rolling for the past 5 maybe 10 years that's not a good score not against afghanistan they should have crossed 300 is what most people who watch cricket tell me um and then the afghani ba- batting uh, side opened up and they were good now that's where the kicker starts because it looked like the afghani team might be able to defeat the indian team 
and it would be a big time win for uh, the captain of the team and the team itself because afghanistan is not considered to be a very good cricket team as of now the fact that they they got the indian team to actually strive to win is is quite commendable at the the level that they were playing and that's why the entire country was watching the screen i remember the guy who did my security check held the line for the last over he was like i'm not doing anything until this match gets over and on the second last ball the last wicket of uh, afghanistan fell on 213 runs and that's after that the entire airport resumed to normalcy but you know what i can't remember an incident where i was traveling while the world cup was happening because everybody had plans i remember my friends came over to my place to watch the 2012 world cup that we won not 2012 which world cup did we win i remember it was a big deal like my entire uh, neighborhood had gathered at my place to watch the match um i was quite young still in school not not even 9th grade maybe 8th grade 7th grade uh might have been 2013 will will know somebody will post it in the comments to let me know but there was that and um, i just found it very intriguing that this is what the country stops for a terror attack a very institutionalized so socially ingrained heinous crime and a cricket match um and that's what all i wanted to share with you i hope this wasn't too bad and i hope i don't have to work a lot in the post for editing okay everyone that's all i have for you this week and um well good news is for people people who've been uh, looking for a longer podcast episode no names mentioned um uh, the next episode will might just be pretty long because uh, the guys from bad and bollywood um are going to be here on my podcast discussing something that's completely out of their niche <laughs> um so yashasvi and karan are the guys who are doing the podcast and one thing led to another we met and like they hosted they were very gracious and they hosted me on their podcast we watched uh, josh the movie from 2000 with shahrukh khan aishwarya rai and chandrachur singh uh on the cast or uh, along with sharad kapoor what the fuck happened to sharad kapoor dude um and then we just uh, talked about it for 90 minutes i'm going to leave a link to the in the description for that episode uh it's called bad and bollywood and they were very kind to me and they invited me on their podcast and let me um waste time with them <laughs> however uh, the memes that came out of that were pretty spicy uh if you haven't noticed yet then chandrachur singh is daddy now so yeah check that out and i'll see you next week goodbye